All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. The podcast in a pear tree episode. I'm Samantha. I'm Danielle. And I'm Aaron Lee. And today we are going to talk about our new Lifetime film with Kelsey Grammer, The 12 Days of Christmas Eve. Kelsey Grammer and his daughter. And his daughter, his real daughter playing his daughter. Yes. Yes. Which is great. I love that. Well, this one, you know, is going to be a really fun review. Um, I'm excited to talk about it. But first, what's everybody been watching? We're getting to the season now, aren't we? Definitely watched a few Lifetime movies, so I'll just go ahead and admit to it. The film we were thinking about reviewing was Stepping Into the Holiday, the new Mario Lopez and Jana Kramer movie. And we decided that we needed to switch gears. <laughs> skip. We're like, skip, oh. Skip, 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 It's, skip, it's skip. a, <laughs> I mean, Samantha, we, we talked about this earlier. It's, you know, it's a, it's, Mario Lopez has these movies every year and they are your standard fare. Nothing more, nothing less. It's what I like from Mario Lopez. Like, I know what I'm getting and I have fun watching it. I like him. I like him every time. But these films, yeah, they're kind of the same. But I don't know. I'm kind of okay with it. I still have fun watching him. Do you like him more than Chad Michael Murray? (laughs) I like his movies more. Yeah. Okay. I do. I do. I would just say it had really good dancing. The dancing was spectacular. I was impressed with the dancing. Want to see <laughs> I think dancing, that was the thing. Watch that movie. But that's all we would have said about it. That's not going to make a great episode because that conversation is going to last two minutes. So I know we had to switch gears, but I did want to acknowledge we did all watch that film. And I liked it. It's Mario Lopez playing himself and I'm okay with that. Every year. It's fine. I'll <laughs> yeah, watch it. His wife is in the movie too. Who is his wife? She plays the co-star on the show. Who, like, oh, the ex-girlfriend? Yeah. That's, that's his, his wife, wife in real life. Okay. Yes. Courtney Lopez. Oh my gosh. I did not realize that. That's so funny. Was hilarious though, right? They're married in real life, but then on the movie, they're just kind of playing rivals. It's hilarious. But also Sherry O'Terry from SNL was his agent. Brilliant. Which I haven't seen she her was in fun. ages. I love her. I and mean, her dog Shakira. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's standard Mario Lopez movie fair. A great follow-up to Feliz Navidad. And the uh, Santa Fe one last year. They're good in their own way and they're worth a watch and that's about it. Totally. You know how I love the royal movies. I watched a royal Corgi Chris. Oh yeah, how did we? Those are some really cute corgis, you guys. They were really adorable. I liked the movie, but it was nothing special. It was, if it didn't have corgis, it wouldn't have been worth it. But it had really cute corgis and it was totally worth it. Yeah, I came for the corgis and it delivered in that way. It was good. It was good. They were cute. They were very, very cute. I couldn't tell you much about the movie, but the corgis were adorable. I think that there was a YouTube star somewhere in there. Yeah, she was the corgi trainer. She's the dog trainer that they hired because there's the corgi that was badly behaved. I do want to give her a little shout out. Her name is Hunter King and she starred in a great, great fun sitcom called Life in Pieces a few years ago that had a really great cast. Check out Life in Pieces. You are going to laugh. 
quite a bit. Let's get started on another holiday movie, um, The 12 Days of Christmas Eve, starring Kelsey Grammer and his daughter, Spencer Grammer. Is that her name? Yeah, Spencer Grammer. So Kelsey Grammer plays Brian Conway, who's a successful businessman. You know, on his way to the top, he's trying to impress his father in a very boomer sort of way where he's like, hard work and giving up everything and sacrifice is where you're going to get to the top. And so that's how he did that. And, um, you know, his relationships with his family and all sorts have kind of gone by the wayside. And then we see him, he gets into a car accident on Christmas Eve. He swerves to avoid a runaway reindeer. That's right. And then as he's dying and going to the next dimension, he meets up with Santa Claus and he's like, Santa, am I dying? Am I dead? And Santa's like, not yet. And so Santa's like, I'll give you 12 chances to make things right in your life. And it ends up being this sort of Groundhog Day-esque film that kind of takes you on a bit of a journey. What did you guys think? Here's my first issue. I don't know that I like Santa being the gatekeeper of purgatory. I don't. I was like, I didn't like that. No, that's not Santa. On the flip side, every time Kelsey Grammer needs to go back and start again, he has to die and they kill him off in different creative ways. I really did enjoy the ways that they kill Kelsey Grammer. I think my favorite was when the dog pushed him off the roof. (laughs) which was really fun. And yet here I am saying all this stuff about the fun ways that Kelsey Grammer died in this movie. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is a Christmas movie. So it was a different kind of Christmas movie. I'm not sure I want to get behind it. Okay. I thought it was an enjoyable watch. I'm not sure if I would rewatch it. I had a hard time with Santa being the person that you talk to about death. It's not usually the person you talk to about those sorts of things. So that was kind of an interesting aspect of the film where you're kind of thinking, okay, how can I make my life better? And, you know, Santa's judging me and is he going to let me live? Like, (laughs) what is it that I need to do? And I don't know. I mean, so this is a unique plot line, but a very difficult plot line to pull off. It's essentially a Christmas Carol meets Groundhog Day. Yes, yes. I will say that I think Kelsey Grammer as an actor is an example of how someone who has a lot of experience can really make the movie. Yes. And so I was able to get behind it a little bit more because of the acting because it could have really been super cheesy and I want to just flip channels right away. But for what it was... For me, it was pretty well done, limited cheese. And uh, he got an opportunity to really interact with his daughter in the movie, but also daughter in real life. I thought that played pretty well, that dynamic. I agree. Like the Kelsey Grammer aspect of it is what kept it going. And then I wanted to see what ended up happening. I wasn't sure where it was going to go because it felt like Santa was pretty strict. And so it just didn't feel like it was going to go his way immediately. And he went all the way up until the last day. And then when he made that deal with Santa and Santa was like, this is your last chance. And you're not going to live. You're going to die, but you can fix it. And I thought, is that really the deal? Like, I couldn't believe it. Were you shocked? I was like, A little bit, because I bought Kelsey Grammer's reasoning as to why he should get an extra day. I was like, ooh, you got him, Kelsey. You got Santa. (laughs) Because it was true. He gave him 12 days, but he counted that 
that first day as one of the days and it should not have counted. No, I agree. I also really liked the end when he got the candle back as a Christmas gift and the note that said, don't blow it. I thought that was funny. I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed Nina Nishi. I thought she was a fun character. I Uh, liked her a lot. Even though she was kind of the bad guy because she's like, I'm going to buy your company and take it up. Part just like Richard Gere and Pretty Woman. <laughs> but she had different personalities every time we saw her. And I really yes. like that. You know, I take issue with the idea that this was unique in any way. Uh, we've seen it before in Groundhog Day. A few years ago, there was a uh, movie with Amy Smart and Mark Paul Gossler called The 12 Dates of Christmas Eve. And Sherry said, if I'm going to watch this, I'm going to watch The 12 Dates of Christmas Eve. I'm not going to watch this one. And it was a lot more fun. And there was no death Santa. <laughs> no death Santa. Well, I mean, there also was not really any romantic storyline in this one. Very light. Very, it was very light. much just about redemption with him as a person and with the people around him and especially his daughter and his granddaughter. So I would say a very focused film in that regard. There are moments though where you feel for him on his last night when he's like saying goodnight to his daughter and his granddaughter and he's like okay like in his mind he's thinking this is it this is the last time I see them it's kind of sad and then I'm gonna go fall asleep in this chair. No, why does he go to a chair? I'm sorry this is my last night and I'm gonna die I'm not sleeping in a chair I'd be like and the mom and the daughter are in the bed together there's another bedroom in that house. There's There's one whole bed that no one slept in. (laughs) Do you realize what kind of a crick you're going to have for all eternity in your neck? (laughs) He's probably figured, I'm going to die. So I might as well just sleep in this chair next to the Christmas tree. And then he wakes up in the morning. He's like, oh, crap. Now I have a backache. (laughs) But I'm alive. Yeah, he's pretty tall, too. And he had to, like, lean (laughs) in for that pillow. Now that I think about it, that was a pretty uncomfortable position to go to sleep in. And he had those crazy mismatched plaid pajamas. Oh, yeah. I was fully entertained by, but I was like, why? I just love how his outfits got Christmassier, like, as the day's gone on. Like, the ones he wore to the office, they were, like, the mismatched plaid jacket with, like, a totally different style like of a pattern of a sweater underneath it was so clashy but Kelsey Grammer really brought it I felt Mm -hmm. like he did a great job and he was enjoyable to watch I haven't seen him in a while so I liked it for that aspect and he was the reason why I watched it in the first place yeah he was the reason why we chose this as the replacement for what was it stepping into the holidays yeah yeah definitely Samantha I'm just curious what did uh, you said Tom was interested in saying this what did he think I think do you want me to ask him Um, he did like it. Hold on. We might have a surprise guest reviewer. <laughs> Tom might come back. <laughs> I think he liked it because he he's a huge Frasier fan. He loves Kelsey Grammer. I think he liked the uniqueness as far as this is kind of a different sort of avenue that we're going down because I don't know I think the Santa death stuff made death it a Santa little bit death Santa kills anything that's what I mean <laughs> I was honestly Aaron Lee I wish I was watching it with you because I think we both would have been like wait a minute Santa is the one making this deal right now this does not seem right that's not Santa's job no. Santa is supposed to be a jolly bearer of joy yeah it was just too much on that note I mean I did enjoy it though. It was an enjoyable watch. What did you guys think? 
eight out of 10 candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> I did like it again. I had some hesitancy actually because of Kelsey Grammer. Then when I saw the film, I was like, oh, this is fine. But I also, I think he carried very similar humor to Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. So just kind of do this comparison like we were doing with the three wise men and a baby versus mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. baby. Like I feel like this paralleled what it was trying to do a little better, especially with the like, I know it's kind of morbid, but the death stuff, aside from the dog falling, I was writing it down. I was like, choking, sled accident, chandelier, hit by a truck, slipping. I mean, these are pretty hilarious. I mean, when he slipped on the ice, I was like, ooh, that looks like that really hurt. Yeah, because he knew the deaths were coming. At one point, I think he just killed himself yes yeah he just um, and one of them because he's like oh i screwed this one up mm-hmm. and so that was fun i do also you know you mentioned groundhog day and and going back full transparency here i never liked groundhog day um... i always thought it was a little bit boring and it was not my favorite movie when i first saw it I've watched it several times since, and I've never been like, wow, that was one of the funniest movies ever. I, I've always been like, man, not so much. So I, it could also be that I, this just isn't my genre. Death totally. comedy? That's not true. <laughs> I love death comedy. Death comedy. Oh, death like comedy death with Santa. Santa. Yeah, it takes the magic away from Santa. It makes it, I don't know. You don't want to disappoint Santa, but then also you're right. Is that Santa's job? I mean, I guess he's watching if you're like being a good person, but geez. Definitely not one to watch with the kiddos. No. Most of these movies you can watch with your kids. They're supposed to be very family friendly, but this don't watch this with the children. It was a tinge. Yeah, it probably is a little nerve wracking, especially because he's a little grumpy to the granddaughter for a bit and then he gets better. But it takes yeah, him. he's kind of Scrooge-like. And then he's like, I just paid off your debts and student loans. <laughs> you know what I did really like? I liked the neighbor that he greeted every morning. Brian? <laughs> big blow up thing right in his door. And what was and Brian's neighbor's the- name? Jake. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. How about his love interest with that woman? <laughs> she kept coming up to him and he was very just like, minor. Very <laughs> secondary. Yeah. I was like, where is this going to go? Is this going to go anywhere? And it's like you're a digging Samantha. You're digging bringing that one. Up. Yeah, that's a D storyline there. <laughs> I think so. Does anybody know where we were? Because I was trying to place it. We were in a city, definitely. I know this is a minor detail, but in the beginning of the movie, before he drives off the bridge, he was switching the radio stations and all the radio stations he was playing were actually LA radio stations, like 101.3, 94.9, 104.9. I think all of these yeah, are- but they were all playing 12 Days of Christmas. That's true. But I'm just like, is this subtle references to where we, I, but it's like, but this can't be in LA because I think that there is snow. So where are we? I don't, I don't know. know. It had a very like Chicago, New York vibe. Yeah. Chicago, New York, even maybe Seattle. If they kept it in Seattle, that'd be great for Frasier. But it had like more of that sort of city vibe. It wasn't a downtown LA vibe, I don't think. These films, they kind of go in, a di- in different directions. LA doesn't have that much water. That car went flying into the water remember yeah the bridge we don't have enough water (laughs) that's a good point let's say chicago It, it could be seattle are we negotiating a comment from Tom? I'm trying to. He just said, yeah. Tom, give us a comment. Yeah, Tom, what do you think? Kelsey Grammer's movie, The 12 Days of Christmas Eve. Yeah, I mean, it was Kelsey Grammer being Kelsey Grammer, wasn't it? it was Tom, you have to speak into the microphone. Yeah. Oh, why are you recording? Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, just come on. It's chill, Tom. Are we Sorry, no, I liked him. I liked uh, Kelsey Grammer's character. I thought he was just, he was just Frasier, wasn't he? He was like Frasier. Scrooge Frasier. Yeah, Scrooge Frasier. <laughs> yeah, who then became Frasier. But Frasier, he's just Frasier, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, folks, you heard that here first. Kelsey Grammer plays Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> Scrooge Frasier this time around. Scrooge Frasier, I love it. So we have Scrooge Frasier and Death Santa in this. (laughs) If that sounds like your cup of tea, you're going to enjoy this movie. I love it. All, All right. right. So what, what do you guys thinking? think? I am not watching this again. I, I'm done <laughs> with Death Santa. Um, but I did not scroll my phone. So it's entertaining one time, but not coming back. Yeah, it kept me going with Kelsey Grammer and the interesting story. I mean, it had Death Santa, but I was really interested to see where it was going to go. I don't know. Seven, eight candy canes? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> but, I like how we're adapting. this candy rating system on us. <laughs> like how we're adopting that. I'm more with Samantha on this. I was very intrigued by the storyline and I really didn't know how it was going to end. And I think Kelsey Grammer did a really good job of carrying it. Seeing this film was intriguing. And so if it happened to be on, I wouldn't mind having it on. Like I wouldn't change the channel. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like this was more like Groundhog Day than Three Wise Men and a Baby? It was like Three Men and a Baby? Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, yes. I think so. 100%. Totally. Three Wise Men and a Baby kind of brushed by Three Men and a Baby. This was like Groundhog Day Christmas edition. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Well, that takes us to the end of the episode, folks. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you listening. Still practicing the words. Please rate and follow us. Rate and follow. And if you feel so inclined, write a review. We would really appreciate that. And find us where you find all your podcasts. Bye. Bye.